0: Welcome back to another episode. This is Abundant Thinking, and my name is Elon. If you wanna think and achieve like the 1%, you've come to the right place. By the end of today's episode, you will know the misconceptions of dating, rules and boundaries to maximize a successful relationship, things to look for in a partner, and how to set yourself up for success, and much, much more. Today, I am joined by Don and Sammy, two brothers from The Family Podcast. Don and Sammy are two brothers that focus on how to balance, navigate, and succeed in the modern dating world. Their podcast gives their audience dating advice that's both wise and practical. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. Today, I'm very excited. I am joined by Don and Sammy from The Family Podcast. You can find them on YouTube and also go to their Instagram. They have some very nice clips there, too you guys can say what's up introduce yourself
1: hey what's going on Um, my my name's sammy um i'm the creator of the family podcast co-host and um yeah
2: um i was i suppose we'll get into some of the more finer details hi right guys my name is Don. um co-founder of the family podcast uh and yeah and yes yeah, Sammy says we'll get into it a little bit later on, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So the first question I had for you guys was kind of a, a general one. What made you guys specifically want to get into not only podcasting, but the dating, like,
1: section, subsection of podcasting? Um. So for me in particular, I felt like there was a narrative around... um not casual dating, um, and, and people casual dating and all of the rules that were going out, especially for young men were only in relation to casual dating. And no one was talking about how you build long-term relationships and how men and women cooperate within a relationship in order for it to, to be sustainable for as long as possible. And so we decided that we were gonna sort of go in that direction. Um and so that's that's what we ended up doing.
2: Um for me, I don't know that this sounds terrible with it, but I just kind of followed the trend with with Sammy, and I think part of it that made it really interesting to me is um the fact that I seem to have quite different kind of views or relationships. Um so um without turning it into a podcast about me um i'm i've always been like quite shy you know i'm not really someone who actively looks for a partner you know i'm not someone who like actively goes out and seeks um you know i do all the stuff that like i think is cool like I go to the gym i do that like i build myself i work spend time with myself but you know i'm someone who's quite oblivious that kind of lifestyle, especially like the kind of jock lifestyle where it's like, oh, because I'm a guy, I should get loaded with a girl. Um, which, yeah, doesn't really happen for me, like, I don't think of life that way. So, it's always interesting to have contrasting views of my older brother, like, right? just kind of debate around the kind of relationships and give our different opinions, even though we're blood brothers and we grew up in the same household.
0: Yeah, that's a really good answer. I was gonna say. I really like the dynamic puts in your guys' podcast because I think it's a really cool concept of you guys kind of just talking. You know, you guys call it couch talk. You're just talking, whatever, whatever happens, it flows. It sounds really nice. And I was talking to Sammy a little bit before we started recording, and I was saying how I feel like dating is so important nowadays because so many people have misconceptions and they get it wrong. And it's just this huge field because there's so much to talk about. Do you guys, can you guys think of, an example of maybe something that the modern world gets wrong about dating, or a misconception that people might have.
2: Um, yeah, if you want, I'll start. Um, I suppose for me, it's um in relation to what dating does. You know, um, I've always been someone who understands dating to be kind of a setup. Like you, you bring something. You know, you bring you' like you, you share something with another person, and that like enriches your life rather than, like, you're working towards necessarily, um, I don't know, like, I'm going to be with this person or whatever, kind of, I think a lot of people need up to marriage or they think about a lot of other things. I think it's about enhancing your character and understanding that not everybody that you date would enhance your character, so why, why would you date that person? Um, so I kind of understand dating to be something that, should edify you something that should you know bring you joy like something where you should be learning you should be sharing with another person um and you know as you go on through life what that does you kind of build with that person that's kind of how i see it right yeah over to you sam
1: yeah i think one of the biggest misconceptions especially for me is if you've been in a re- relationship for a long time that that's a symbol that your relationship is a good relationship um there are many many people who are together who are terrible together and they've been together for a long time they're just scared to leave one another or you know that oh we're gonna wait until the kids are 18 and then we'll go our separate ways you know um, just because two two people have decided to stay together for a long time that doesn't necessarily mean that they have a good relationship it's kind of inverse as well because it is true that to have a good relationship means it stands a length of time like that's very different from just being together for a long time. Yeah, hundred
0: percent. I agree. Uh, I would speak from personal experience too. I've been in a relationship where it was a long time, mm-hmm. but by no means is it good. And you kind of learn that when you're in the situation where you're with this person that, you know, you spent so much time with, you kind of get a little bit like clouded in your mind because you've, thought of a future with these with this person and you've imagined so many things and you don't want to leave them mostly because you know you don't you can't picture a future without them I remember I was watching where uh, I was listening to a podcast and some psychologists was saying the same thing how the reason that a lot of people won't leave their bad relationships is because they've already pictured a future and they like so many different variables go into the fact that you know people aren't able to leave these uh difficult relationships and i'm only adding that in because i think a lot of people go through it and i realized only after the fact when i was out of the relationship how how wrong i was about everything because every time you know one of my friends or somebody would give me advice and be like this isn't the person for you to be like what are you talking about etc but then you know after you leave and you get some separation you're like oh my god what was i even thinking
1: yeah, it's so hard to see when you're when you're inside of it. Um, you know, you paper over a lot of the, the cracks. You, you make a lot of concessions for the person that you're with because, like you said, it feels like you're moving towards some sort of goal that you pictured in your mind. And you would have made some sacrifices in order to be with that person, and you don't want those sacrifices to be in vain. So I do get where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, 100%. And kind of going building off of that, I wanted to ask, do you guys have any certain like 100% boundaries or rules that you would recommend setting in a relationship to maximize the success for a long-term relationship?
1: Okay. Um, I think this is a uh subjective like question question i think it really depends on the person definitely i believe that strong relationships happen when both people advocate for themselves um and set good boundaries so um but a- a- an example would be sort of not taking private matters to your friends um that might be a boundary um, or yeah, I mean, it, it, it really does depend. Um, I don't know how many I could say about dry snitching on my own self, you know? So, um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so, so, um, uh, yeah, I would say that, um, everybody has to advocate for their own boundaries because people come from different walks of life. And so it's really difficult to make prescriptions like, oh, if you say this, then, you know your relationship is going to be better because you have made this concession or you have set this boundary I think it's really quite difficult I think people need to know sort of or have an idea what they don't want in a relationship and build off of that because most people don't know what they want Um, and so you should always go always build the foundation from what you know you don't want and then build from there
2: So kind of building up what Sammy says, I think it is generally about what you kind of want. So I'll give one for me, for example. Um, Me and Sammy were talking about it yesterday, um, just randomly. Um, I like to go to the gym, for example. For someone who doesn't value the gym, if I go to the gym two hours a day, they see that as a waste of time because they don't value the gym. However, if I've got a partner who also values the gym, when they go to the gym, I'm not worried, and when I go to the gym, they're not worried, and we can train together. What kind of happens if you've got someone who doesn't like the gym is that anything that they do in their spare time, you may think is not useful, and what you're doing with your spare time, you may feel, they may think it's not useful. So everybody's trying to encroach on each other's time, so it's like, oh, you could be spending time with me, but you spend time at the gym, and then my comment will be, oh, you could be spending time with me, but you spend time doing A, B, and C. So I think sometimes it's good to be aligned in some things obviously you can't be aligned in everything and I'm not sure uh, who am I to say that wouldn't make a good relationship but I, I don't think that would be a healthy relationship um, but I think it does help to have some mutual hobbies or some mutual things that you will agree uh, just to give you that consensus
0: That's actually very smart to say that Donna. I haven't even thought about that that's that's a good point to bring up, especially with the gym example, because I think a lot of people can relate. And Sammy, we'll start with you. But what do you guys? How important of a role does communication
1: play in a relationship? A lot. Um, this is how I kind of liken it. Um, you know, when you're when you're a child, you learn letters. Like, so when you're learning to read, you recognize like letters. It's like symbol recognition. And then as you get older, you you realize words and that words have implications and then sentences. And then these sentences convey um, lots and lots of meaning. And this is how communication is. When you first meet somebody, a lot of your conversation is like very like matter of fact. Um, you, You might not say things to rock the boat. So it's very, it's like recognizing letters. However, as you progress, there's loads of like complexities within your relationship. The the trope being when a woman says, I'm okay. Well, we know that you're not okay, right? Uh, So it's being able to recognize that when she's saying that, this is a warning sign. Um, And so communication is not only what you say, but what you observe, listening, and then interpreting. Um, And hopefully the more you communicate and the more you know each other, um, the better your communication style is together. And so I think communication is like the bedrock. It's like the foundation of every single um, relationship. Um, Bad communication is like trying to have a full-blown conversation over like a broken
2: walkie-talkie. It doesn't work. I mean, I think Sammy's right. I think in terms of like communication, I think of it almost like you're able to um exist in a place where that person understands you. We always have this conversation where we say the way that people say things is very crucial to the understanding of say something. You know, so for example, like something simple as hello, like someone could be hello. And you're like oh that person's not interested and then it could be like oh hi and then someone's like oh you're quite enthusiastic like you're happy to meet. um and i think understanding communication can be a bit like that when there's when you're stuck with communication and you're not able to communicate effectively it can change the way that your partner or the person you're in a relationship with receives the information that you're given and i think similarly it's about understanding the way that they receive communication so I work in social care, so a child with autism doesn't doesn't get jokes, you know. So you may be trying to be funny, but they're taking that as literal. So, you know, something as simple as that can change the whole dynamic of your relationship. Um, I also have friends who have um, figured out that, you know, the partner that they're with has things like ADHD and things like that, and it changed the way that they've had to communicate with that partner um and you know for for the better because they now understand so I think communication is more important than a lot of people put emphasis on you know um and communication is not just verbal communication you know you've got like micro expressions you've got you know uh some people different languages as well you know whether that person is fluent in English and fluent in another language they are understanding the things may be slightly different so I think again it's more important than most people think but you know communication is is definitely important
0: yeah for sure there's a lot of factors that go into it. 100% agree with you guys I also want to add that I think if they're not maybe from the same culture if they're from different places of the world you have to understand them as well because you know they might have different expressions of different things you might have a certain you know body language or body posture they might not like but you might not have a problem with and you know they might you know you might grow apart from them because they might think you're doing something on purpose when you're not just because you don't fully understand that it you know diminishes how they see you and kind of i wanted to go back to when sammy was talking about instead of like knowing what you want from some from your partner like seeing what you don't want i wanted to ask what do you guys think is like bad things to look for in a person in general that might
1: not be the best indicator of a long like a healthy long-term relationship. Disrespect for me is one of the, the big ones Um, how people treat their friends family and especially strangers that don't have anything to give them right Um, I think that is a, a big one because they're letting you know that they don't value people um and so you're in you're in a bit of a sticky situation in a relationship with somebody who doesn't value people um another one is i mean it's it's difficult but another one for me would be like a history of cheating yeah i would say this with a caveat because some people are young they do it when they're young and then as they get older they mature but for me, if you have a history of cheating, especially if you've cheated on more than one person, that would be a huge red flag for me because it shows that you have um you have some issues around commitment, um, and maybe honesty as well. So honesty is really a, a massive thing for me in a relationship because it's the we talked about the foundation of um relationships being communication. Honesty is like the cement that puts everything in order and makes sure everything sticks. You know, if you're communicating with somebody but you lie all the time, then, (laughs) you know, that's not a good relationship. So I think that those two things would be some of my my biggest red flags.
2: Mm, I think mine would be um, if you're unable to stay away from relationships, you just jump from one relationship to another. Um, I'm really big on people spending time understanding, as Sam was saying, kind of what it is that you actually want um, and who you actually are, the things that you feel would benefit you and support you to grow. Um, so that's really important to me to be able to come out of a relationship and reflect on where did you as a person go, go wrong? So, personal accountability, what things would you change if you had the chance to change them? Um, and what you could have done in the process of picking a potential partner in the future that you would kind of do differently, you know, uh, next time maybe there was something that didn't align and, you know, just reflecting on that and it may be that none of those things even exist. You may feel like you found your perfect partner but maybe it was that person who kind of broke off the relationship and then you have to reflect on that, that what is it that you felt like you didn't do to the best of your ability to retain that person or was it even the right relationship for you? um so that would be one of mine I'm trying to think of another one that I would say um I think somebody who has um no hobbies um so for me hobbies are really really important um when it comes to de-stressing or when it comes to just having that time to yourself or being able to um you know, show somebody a different journey of your life, something that you do that's just not work all the time. Um, and I think if a person has no hobbies, um, eat is not a hobby. Um, so for anyone who he says, I like to go out to eat, that's just a, a function of life. That's nutrition, you know. I don't I don't see that as a hobby because, you know, it's just not. You may, You may be in love with the interior design of a restaurant and you may like interior design, but, you know, I mean, cooking technically would be a hobby, but eating to me is not a hobby. So yeah, um, yeah, just that that to me would be, you know, um, one of the things that I would be like, you don't have any hobbies, so what What do you do in your spare time? Um, yeah, so I'd find it a bit challenging. Can I just add?
1: Um, oh, yeah. Um, and also like not having hobbies or, or things of your own. It it creates over reliance on your partner to be your entertainment, um, which is which is which is bad as well because I feel like both people should be fully formed. Like you know how people say, "Oh, that's my better half." I don't like that. I think both people coming into a relationship should be like whole people, yeah. And so you should have likes and dislikes of your own, and you should have things that you work on on your own. Um, And sometimes the space is really good for a relationship. We saw that in the pandemic, a bunch of people broke up because they were in the house with each other for ages and ages and there was no respite. Um, So, um, yeah, I would just add that in addition. Yeah, that's a really good point what the guys bring up i was
0: going to say after don talked that my favorite thing is when people say their hobby is sleeping i'll never understand that <laughs> i'm like <"W-." laughs> never get it but also i wanted to add um to what don was saying earlier about people jumping from person to person i think also after a relationship you need to be able to feel your emotions and not have to rely on somebody else to fill the void you know, as people say and i think this is really important because in order, statistically, to be like happier in a relationship, you need to be happy being by yourself. Like You can't have over-reliance on another person, and I think it makes a lot of sense, too, because if you're super reliant on this person, then you're not gonna leave if they mess up, right? Uh, if if they do something wrong, uh, and you're thinking about leaving, you're gonna think to yourself, okay, well, I'm just not gonna be happy now because I'm not gonna be with them. And I think all these small parts, so both of you guys, what you said, I couldn't agree more. Um, do you guys have anything that you can add on the fact? Like, is there anything that you guys think people can do now to set themselves up for success in the dating world?
2: Um, pray, not joking. I don't know. That's not a bad one, but like, um, I think, good, yeah, bro, with the current state of society, I think, you know, we're, we're heading in a, in a interesting place when it comes to dating. But, um, I think one of the things that people could do um, is actually take the time to get to know the person. I think one of the things that people are so quick with the outcome. So whether that's sex, whether that is, you know, marriage, whether that is, you know, um, cohabiting, like whatever that is. Like that needs to be put aside for a second and you need to understand the person that you're walking on this journey with. I think there's there's something beautiful about understanding people. And when we don't take the time to understand people, then we get the wrong messages. Um, Sammy said something to me a long time ago which kind of resonated, which was you have to be your natural, authentic self because by being your natural, authentic self, it shows who is part of your camp and who is not. Um, and I think when you look at relationships, that's almost supposed to be the tightest camp that you're in apart from your family. And then you usually take that person to see your family if you are close to your family and you do have a family unit. You know, and in order to do that, you must think that that person aligns with the lifestyle that you wish to lead. You know, some people within turn around to their families and say, "I know that you don't respect the person that I'm with, but this is a person that I'm with, and either you get with it or you gotta go a different way." So you see the kind of mentality that a relationship can can kind of create, and I think in order to do that, you you just need to spend some time with that person with a kind of no expectation, but just enjoying what that person brings.
1: I would say, um, I've got two, I suppose the first one would be, um, I've said this a number of times, but like dating is like recon. It's like gaining information on the person that you're, you're spending time with in order to assess whether you can have a long-term relationship. I am a, a massive fan of like long, long dating. I I, me and my wife were dating for seven years before I proposed to her and you get to see loads of things like, um, our heat, like our, um, our heating from our water died and we had to like boil water on a stove. Now for some women, they would leave. They say, I'm coming back until you get a plumber. But she stayed. She was like, Oh, I've boiled your water. Um, I'm heading off to work now. I'm, I boiled your water, and then you like, ah, oh, you did that for me. Damn, you know. And so you get to build and you get to understand the person that you're you're dealing with, and seeing them in different situations, like I've alluded to before. How how did they re- react with their family? Um, if you're somebody who has a huge interest in family, seeing how somebody um engages with their mum, their dad, if they've got siblings. It's it's a great insight into how they see family. And so for me it's about gaining as much information as possible before you like um like really settle on the idea that yeah, we're going to be a a, a couple um or we're going to take things further. So that would be my thing. Um obviously that is that has caveats. Some people meet each other and they just click, they connect and they know that they want to spend sort of the rest of their life together. So I should mention that. But for most people, it takes some time to discover whether this person is compatible with them and stuff like that. And then the second bit would be um, take advice from couples you respect. Um, Now, I'm not saying Mm be overly like... Like, don't overly divulge, right? Oh, you know, you know what? She won't go down on me. I don't know why she won't go down. Like, we don't need that type of conversation. Maybe you do, I don't know. Um, But just, if they are people that you respect and you respect the dynamics of their relationship, get insight from them, Um, especially if they're older. We like to say, oh, the old people knew how to do it. They stayed together for a long time. But like, when it comes to actually talking about talking to them about how they did it we don't we don't we don't um inquire so i would say if you've got people in your life who are like married or been together for a long time and you respect them and their relationship ask some questions um they'll give you some insight
0: yeah that's, that's a really good point i think it's good to take lessons away from some you know from people that are doing the best and going back to um the point that thing Don you made about being yourself. I had a good quote and I talk about it. I talk about this on my podcast a lot the quote it goes if you think you're good at being somebody else imagine how good you'd be being yourself. And like I was telling Sammy the premise of uh, kind of what the podcast is about earlier but pretty much like you want to be fulfilled in your life, right? You want to be happy. Like if you're going to live your life, why not live it to the greatest that you can and make the most out of it. And If you're gonna pretend to be somebody that you're not just for you know from a dating perspective it doesn't make sense because along somewhere along the line you're going to be sick of being somebody that you're not and also i want to add that i think if you're not being yourself and your partner compliments you you're not really going to take it as a compliment because you know it's not you but also if you get criticized you're going to brush it off and say to yourself it doesn't matter it doesn't apply because that's not me and uh, I want to want to wrap up soon. I just had one more question for you guys. You like, what is both of your guys? Don, I'll start with you this time. What's your biggest lesson that you've learned from dating?
2: Oh, um, it's not how the race starts; it's how the race ends. Um, and I think that came from I'll just give a bit of background. Um, obviously, not trying to share too much, but I think what happened is um. I was dating, and for a long time that was celebrated. Everybody who kind of met my significant other was kind of really impressed with like who she was and the person that she was. Um, She was often compared to people. She was often put on a pedestal. But let's say, for example, today we're not together, and then what happens is all the people who kind of put her on a pedestal, they kind of go back and reevaluate, and they go, oh, you're not together, you're like, oh, well, You know, um, she wasn't really that great anyway. Or, you know, um, uh oh, I didn't really feel that she was right for you. Um, Or, you know, oh, look at this couple now. They're the couple who, you know, kind of our relationship goals. Or, you know, um, don't you think that these people are lovely? So, what I realized very quickly is that a lot of people live in the moment, you know, and when we're talking about relationships, you know, you can have ten relationships before you have your major significant relationship, and people are still always going to up your long-lasting significant relationship rather than the relationships they came before it.
0: I like that. I like that one.
1: Mine would just be understand that relationships end, or have some insight into how they end. Um, what I've noticed is a lot of <laughs> a lot of guys, um when the relationship ends, they're totally blindsided. And so their their assessment of what's happened is, she just woke up one day, decided she didn't want to do it and decided to abandon me, abandon her family. But when you talk to the woman, you'll find out she felt like she carried the family or carried the relationship for years and years. I did the cooking, the cleaning, child rearing, all of this stuff. and. He didn't, he didn't help. He just, and I and I made, I made like appeals to him to help. I used to drop hints, this, that, and the other. We used to have arguments um, and he just didn't get it. And I think a lot of people get into relation, especially when we come to marriage, a lot of people feel like once they put the ring on somebody's finger, that's it, that's our person. And I think having a mindset of this, my partner has options. Um, it's wild out there. And if I don't bring my best self into this relationship, um, there's a there's a real possibility that this relationship could end and sort of I know it sounds like sort of morbid, but it's like that momentum mori thing you know remember death. Um, by remembering it, it causes you to live with more urgency. And I think relationships are exactly the same. I think a lot of people get really comfortable with their partner really quickly. After two years, it's like, oh, gonna spend the rest of our <laughs> lives together. But if you're not showing up for your partner, and that doesn't mean neglecting the stuff that you have, but if you're not showing up for your partner, um, know that there are people in this world that will. Um, and so I would I would just say that.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Both of you guys, very good answers. Uh, I think that's where communication also plays a part too. Obviously, because you know, if you're not going to communicate, it's going to be a lot harder. Uh, last thing, I want to yeah. go back. Uh, I just had this thought for uh, Sammy. I wanted to ask you when you were talking about you know doing your recon and getting to know the person as much as possible. Do you are you saying that from a perspective of like going on dates and like doing stuff in real life, or kind of a little bit of both, or only online, etc.?
1: Yeah, I mean. Definitely about going out there, dates. Um, and also, you know, it's good to go out and, like, eat. I, I I like that sort of in the beginning because it gives you a framework. Like, can this person hold a conversation? Do we have things in common? That type of stuff. But then after, there are things like, um, you know, mini golf. How does this person handle, like, losing? How does this person, you know, all, like, rock climbing? Um is this person physical does this person have a a weak mind like if they in if they have a new challenge put in front of them do do they just capitulate or do they say right I'm going to give this a go and I'm going to try and give my best effort and so people give you lots of insights once you put them into different positions and so I think that as as much different variety of things that you can do with a person um gives you a whole map of whether this person is um is is somebody that you could sort of invest in it's not always right like sometimes we have to do it a few times a lot of times before we can get really good at it but um i think that it's a great way to sort of start understanding the person that you're you're interested in yeah I 100 percent. I
0: that's a very good point i think You know, you learn a lot about a person in real life, a lot more than online, because you could be texting them all you want, but, you know, you got body language, you got the way they talk to you, everything. And do you guys... I know this is kind of objective, but do you guys think there's, like, for any listeners, like, a good place specifically to find somebody? Because I know there's definitely places that you won't find somebody, but you guys think on the other (laughs) side, there's places where maybe you'll have a higher chance of finding somebody that'll be better to your liking? Or do you think that, like... I remember I was talking about this with my friend one time that, you know, when you have this girl, you have to find traits that you like about her, but she's not going to be perfect, so you kind of have to mold her into the person you want her to become.
2: Hmm. Oh. Hey, do you want to start? No, no, you can start this one. Alright, Um. so I think that if you want to find uh, a partner, you have to be willing to go to places it's it's that simple you know like you 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 have to be willing to travel like you have to be willing to go and socialize you have to have hobbies you know you have to be interested in meeting new people um and I think that you you can find someone who like typically aligns with you. you can you know there's there's many people in relationships who live happy loving you know long-term relationships they get married they have children and actually probably until the point of death they enjoy each other's company you know and and they do things to edify and build each other um but you also have to be you know compromising you know they we spoke about communication and people learning about each other and learning how to communicate with each other and that you know sammy's married he'll probably tell you it's not an easy road you know there's stuff that many people you know um guys are notorious for only cleaning up when their significant other comes around you know um and then the place looks spotless all the time and then suddenly you move in with them and you know you come back from work and you throw your hoodie on the chair and it's like oh, I can't deal with that you know and then it takes some time and then you're like well I want my house to be this and then you start to put your stuff away so I think it's all about learning about you know Um, each other but in the first instance being willing to travel to different places and meet different people and really find you know what's for you
1: yeah I think a lot of it it's okay this is a bit of a a tricky question you've kind of tricked me with this one Um, because you can meet people sort of anywhere right but the most (laughs) common places right are things like church A surprising amount of people like meet each other and start dating at at, at sports events, so like football arenas and um, the true football, not not um, American football. I'm not, (laughs) 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 um, but
2: it's
1: like sort of sports events and um, like college and. I think your college is like our university or something like that, but sure. like yes, higher educa- yeah, higher education or um, places of work. And I think, I think the key thing to remember is those things are like mutual, like yeah. So like you you go to places that are mutually valuable. So you meet somebody <laughs> doing something that you like doing or that is valuable to you. And so I think go to the places that you value. If your value system demands that you go to church, well, the likelihood of you meeting somebody that you're gonna be compatible with at the church is a good idea. Um, If you're a massive sports fan, like you're a fanatic, the likelihood that you're gonna meet somebody who has that as an interest um, is is, is higher. So I think go to the places that you value, um, and 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 sort of go from there cool all right don sammy where can people
0: find you on social media um
1: so you can find us um on instagram at the family podcast um youtube at the family podcast the youtube we're doing something slightly different we're doing sort of like mini documentaries on people but we will be adding uh back the couch talk sort of thing um if you've enjoyed like the conversation and me and don's views on things like that we will be bringing that back i don't know whether it's going to be on a separate youtube channel but um we're definitely going to bring those back as well as the um the deep dives into interested people um and then what at on twitter though we don't we post infrequently but if you want to give us a follow we're on twitter at the family pod
2: as well oh don dot speaks it i think it's don dot speaks on on instagram um for me but you can find both of us at the family podcast
0: cool guys thank you so much for joining me i hope we'll get another episode sometime in the future i've learned a lot thank you so much i uh, hope everybody's enjoyed the episode and thank you guys once again Cheers.